Parshas Toldos Tavshin Pei Gimel, a small short vart on Bitochen. Now the tie-in to the parasha might be a little loose. It's a diuk in a Rashi, but whether or not one agrees with this diuk in Rashi, the point is definitely true. We know that, and we've discussed many times that Bitochen means, and the mitzvah of Bitochen demands that a person. Trust in Hashem, that Hashem will provide for him the things that he needs. In a very, very simple way, Hashem will provide the things that he needs, and it's proactive, and it works, and it brings Yeshua's, and it's similar to tefillah, of the things that we've all discussed, we've discussed many, many times, Yeshua's come from having betochen, and a person is boiteach in Hashem, that Hashem will send him his needs, that alone brings about Yeshua's, and Hashem sends the needs that a person is boiteach in him. A person is surrounded by Chesed Hashem and by the love of Hashem and by seeing Hashem's hand in all of His Yeshuas. However, the way that those Yeshuas come about is not necessarily the way that a person thinks that they will come about. Meaning, we can have Bitochan on the outcome, but not so much on the process and not so much on the way that these things will come about. A very simple example is sometimes a person needs something, but he doesn't have the money for it. So he thinks that the way Hashem is going to send him that thing is by sending him the money to buy it. Not always. Sometimes Hashem could send him the thing directly, and then he didn't need the money to buy it. And many, many such examples that a person has something that he needs, and there's a usual way of getting it, and he's like focusing and counting on and thinking that this is the way that it has to happen, and if it doesn't happen like this, how in the world is it going to happen? And so many times we see that the Ebishter has a different way. And not just not a different plan, Chas Hashem, that he won't end up with the things that he needs, but a different plan of how to get there. And sometimes it comes one way, and sometimes it comes another way. And therefore, when a person is being Baitech and Hashem for an outcome, he shouldn't get so hung up on the process. And he shouldn't get so hung up on the way that he thinks it's going to happen. And he shouldn't say, well, it's not happening because it's not happening in the way that I perceived that it was supposed to happen. Because Hashem has many, many shluchim, harbe shluchim lamokim, and Hashem has many, many ways and channels. Darke Hashem are tremendous and amazing, and nistarim, and we don't understand them, and we don't understand sometimes how how such a thing could be, how such a thing could come about, and it comes about. And we don't understand, but but it doesn't look like it's going, because because things are happening in one way, and the circle turns around, and the Ebershter turns the world, and things happen in a different way. But not in a different way than what we planned. Of course, a person's b'yteach Hashem, and Hashem brings those Yeshuas that he's counting on. Just not always in the way and manner that he imagined. And therefore, when a person's being b'yteach Hashem, he shouldn't be thrown by when it's not going exactly in the direction that he thought it would take, because the Ebishter is taking him to the same result and to the same Yeshua, just maybe through a different channel. And here we come to the Diyak and Rashi. The Pesach says... Yitzchak was older, and his eyes became dim from seeing. He couldn't see. And what happened afterwards? The whole parasha with the bracha of Yitzchak. So says Rashi. Rashi has three pshatim, how Yitzchak's eyes became dim. Number one was with the ashan, the smoke of the wives of Esav, because they were bringing smoke into the house for Avedazara, and that bothered Yitzchak, so his eyes became dim. Another pshat. When he went onto the Mizbeach by the Akedah, the Malachim were crying, 
and those tears went into his eyes, and they made him blind. That Yaakov should take the brachas. So we always learn in yeshiva that Rashi is very, very organized and very, very exact and meduyuk in the way that he writes things. And whenever you have a third pshat, it's because the, the third pshat comes third. It means the first pshat is the first pshat. And then if you really want to be exact, you could say that maybe there's a question on the first pshat, so he brings another pshat, and maybe there's a question on the second pshat, so he brings a third pshat. But also, besides for the fact that it's a follow-up to what might be a question on the first or second pshat, usually the third pshat is like the extra. It's like the last pshat. On another pshat, you could say. Now, if we look at this story, Yaakov has to take the brachas from Esau. If Yitzchak's not blind, the whole story doesn't happen. How in the world is Yaakov going to take the brachas from Esau if Yitzchak's not blind? And the answer is, Hashem will find a way. It's a Dover Acher. It's the third pshat. Because it's not so necessary. Don't think that just because this is the way the story happened, it's the way, it's the, way the story had to happen. Ayid has betochen in his Yeshua's. Ayid has betochen in Yeshua's Hashem. And Hashem brings him those Yeshua's in any way possible. And we think, how could it, how could it be? But it's not, but it's going this way, but it's that. Don't worry. Yitzchak Avinu didn't have to be blind for Yaakov Avinu to be able to take the brachas from Esau. Because harabishluchim lamakim. If it wouldn't have been this way, it would have been a different way. And that's a major, major chizak in Betachen. That we could just count on the Ebishter. No matter how we see things working, we can count on the Ebishter that the Ebishter will bring us Yeshua's in an open, revealed way. Good Shabbos.